0: I'm Clark Boyd. This is The World. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton got right in the middle of Egypt's power struggle over the weekend. During her stay in the country, she met both the new Islamist president, Mohamed Morsi, and Field Marshal Tantawi, the head of Egypt's ruling military council. And she urged the military to hand over power to civilian control. But just hours later, Tantawi was quoted as saying that the army would prevent a, quote, certain group from taking over the country. That scene is a reference to the Muslim Brotherhood, of which Morsi is a former leader. Despite the standoff with the generals, Egypt's new president has promised to accomplish a lot in his first 100 days. And some Egyptians have very high expectations, as the world's Matthew Bell reports from Cairo.
1: Here's something that would not have happened when Hosni Mubarak was president of Egypt. Demonstrators gather at the gate of Qasr al-Ittahdiya, one of the presidential palaces on the outskirts of Cairo. In Mubarak's time, average Egyptians could be stopped by security just for walking by this place. A protest would not have been tolerated. But on a recent summer evening, hundreds of riot police are lined up outside the palace and they stand by, doing nothing, as protesters send a message to their new president. Activist Mohammed Talat says President Morsi was brought to power by the revolution and he has an obligation to free thousands of protesters still in military custody. This should be Morsi's top priority, Talat says. He hopes the president is being honest when he says he's listening to the concerns of the people. Another thing that never would have happened under Mubarak's rule is the scene here at the Abdin Palace in downtown Cairo. It's a government office, and outside of one of the entrances, there are a few dozen people gathered to submit personal petitions to President Morsi himself. (laughs) Mahatin Abdelmenam Ibrahim is from the Nile Delta, a few hours' drive from Cairo. She reads to me from a handwritten plea to President Morsi that she's about to deliver to officials inside the palace. Her 34-year-old son got married almost a year ago, but he couldn't afford rent and lost his apartment. Now he's living at his parents' home, and he's desperate. He's even threatened to kill himself out of shame, she says. Please, can the president help her son and daughter-in-law find a place to live? Do you think President Morsi will help you? Sure, sure. (laughs) Sure, inshallah. Walid Maher is a young father. He's come to the palace with his pregnant wife and their disabled three-year-old girl. He says he makes about $3 a day selling packets of tissues on the street in Cairo, but his daughter's medical bills add up to about $30 a week. The toddler can't talk or walk, he says, and she needs surgery that's going to cost more than $30,000. Maher says he's here to petition the president for a better job or at least some housing assistance just to get by. Morsi is said to be locked in a power struggle with the powerful Egyptian military, but listening to people's stories here offers a close-up view at the president's biggest challenge, and that's meeting the daily needs of millions of people living at the bottom of Egypt's crippled economy. Morsi's government opened up two complaints offices for the public. Within five days, it received 10,000 petitions— they're coming from Egyptians, like 60-year-old Mohammed Abu Zid Shehoun. Sheikhoun says he's nearly blind and can't work anymore, so he's supporting his wife and four kids on a pension of about a dollar a day. He says he went to local officials, and they told him to go ask the revolution for help. Now he's here to petition the new president. It was us, the poor people, he says, who made the revolution happen. If President Morsi doesn't help us, we will have another revolution and we'll get rid of him too. Morsi is staking his success on electoral politics. The question is, has he set himself up for failure by raising impossibly high expectations? Mohamed El baltegi is a member of parliament and a senior official with the Muslim Brotherhood's Freedom and Justice Party. No one can solve everyone's problems, Baltegi says, but President Morsi takes these petitions seriously. When I bring up the pensioner's comment about launching another revolution against Mohammed Morsi, Baltegi says this isn't the time or place to be making demands of the new government. People will see the president is serious, he says, when he starts to deliver on his promises. For The World, I'm Matthew Bell in Cairo.